Dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how the heck are you? I'm good, Joe. I'm good. I'm tired. It's Today was a Monday Monday. Like, you know, some of those Mondays Oof. you come through and you're like, yeah, whatever. It wasn't that big a deal. But today I had like, I I was on like a video conference from from noon until three o'clock, three fifteen. So like it was just oh, one of those one of those Mondays where I was on camera the whole time. I'm talking. I'm like have to be like on the whole time, and it was just too right. much too much on a Monday. That, it's the worst when you have to be on and like focused, mm-hmm. right? Like you can't turn your camera off or like make a peanut butter and jelly mm-hmm. sandwich. Yeah. Well, and so the way like Katie and I's schedule works for work uh, right now is because obviously childcare and COVID and all that stuff. Right. Um, mainly, uh, Katie works and teaches in the morning, and I mm-hmm. work in the afternoon. Um, and okay. a little bit in the morning if I need to get stuff done and stuff. But mainly, I'm on like email duty in the morning, but I get work done in the afternoon and, and evening sometimes. Right. Um, while Katie teaches in the morning, but with this conference, like it was take care of Ben, take care of Ben, and then boom, immediately transitioning from, from taking care of Ben, getting him a change, getting him ready, giving him Katie, running downstairs, turning on my, my, like my camera and just going for three hours. Like, yeah, it was a oh, huge, geez. just, Ooh, Oof. just one of those, one of those Mondays. How about you? Yeah. How was your day? Uh, it wasn't too bad. It was long. Um, I didn't kind of step away from my computer until, quarter to six which usually i get done right around five o'clock so um it was just a long day busy day had a lot going on but we made it through it okay. uh i have thursday and friday off so Ooh. i only have three days this week so that's nice nice you guys going on a little yeah. vacation or just have the days off uh no i just was like i'm taking two days and i'm gonna paint the ceiling of the basement nice so. nice yeah we can talk about that when tool time yeah. comes up i'm excited <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but other than that it's kind of all i've been up to today is just working so i have a question um and it's been yes. something that's bothering me uh not bothering it's been something that's eaten at me since this weekend so uh lovely michigan we got uh we got a pretty good dumping of snow on sunday right uh yeah not too bad we talked a little bit about it and i saw that you guys like went outside and, and had some fun in the snow this weekend right right yeah 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 uh, K- it, uh caleb posted a picture on instagram we'll, t- we'll get to uh-huh. your fun in the snow because i want to hear about it but I, the, my question here <laughs> is your main winner had a new shanka is that your like go-to winner hat is a new shanka is that what that's called yeah it's the russian it's the russian hat <laughs> it's like well i i think the russian ones kind of are more up just above the eyebrows and sit above the ears right or am i making that up do the russian ones have the ear flaps the russian ones have, have the, the ear flaps, flaps too then yes your main that's your like go-to winter hat when you're like wow it's cold outside i have to put on a hat you put on a new shanka yeah why not it's fuzzy it's warm okay i'm losing my hair by the day (laughs) hey that's fair that's fair (laughs) it covers that up i just i i feel like there's so many other i i guess they are technically designed to be russian winters so i it's not a bad i was just blown away like it was like oh we're having fun out in the snow look at us and then it was joe and his his ushanka just like yeah comrade yeah i mean uh i hate the cold winter is my least favorite like i love really only falls in michigan sure 
and like the later spring i hate the summer and i hate the summer here it's what? too hot and then it's too cold you live or you live in the exact yeah. wrong state i know but like our falls are so great and our springs are so nice it's true how do you hate the how do you hate the summers here well i guess we live in southern michigan southern michigan is not as fun if you live in northern michigan in the summertime yeah that is oh, that sure. is peak peak and pristine for sure and the past summers haven't been too bad. It's been decently mild, you know, not crazy, crazy warm. There's been a few weekends where it's, like, super hot. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, when it's mildly warm, it's not too bad. I really hate being hot. I really hate being cold. Like, I love the look of snow. Sure. But m- my hell will be shoveling snow. <laughs> I hate Have you it shoveled so any much. snow this year? You have a pretty big driveway. Oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> you just don't shovel the snow so when we moved in my neighbor came up to us and he's like i love snow blowing it's my favorite thing he's like i'll come snow blow your driveway the man and just loves like, it he just yeah. gets out and just loves it he does he gets out he does our driveway and i think a couple other driveways um but yeah hell yeah just loves snow blowing so i was like yeah sure why not my neighbor uh, is something similar, except it's an unsaid. Like, he didn't come up to me and say, like, oh, I'm going to do this. But um, we share a, p- a patch of, like, grass. So, technically, in my front yard, my yard doesn't go all the way to his driveway. It, like, there's, like, a, I don't know, maybe three feet of grass, you know, a yard right. of grass that's that's there. Um, and I just mow it. When I mow the front yard, I just mow it because it makes no sense yeah. to leave, a f- you know, three feet of grass unmowed. So, I just mow it. And then they left us a note one time. They're like, hey, you know, here's – it was after we had been, they saw that we had them. They left us a bottle of wine and a cigar and said, like, oh, P.S., thanks for helping us with the grass all summer. I was like, that's weird. Oh, like, nice. it, I'm just <laughs> – it's three feet of – I'm just mowing the grass. Like, it's not that big a deal. Um, right. And ever since then, like, when the leaves were down this fall, he w- had his backpack mm-hmm. blower out and came through and blew off all the leaves in our front yard. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, and then now that it snows, he puts his back... I think he loves his backpack blower. That's my theory, and I told Katie this. For the same reason, like... Wait, does he blow the snow with his backpack? He blows the snow with his backpack blower. No way. I'm telling you, you, that's... Like, I was telling Katie, I think he just really enjoys his backpack blower, because that's what he does. He puts on his backpack blower. You hear it starting up in the backyard, and it doesn't matter how much snow. Like, we've gotten probably a... We've gotten anywhere from like one inches one inch of snow per snowstorm to like a decent six inch snowstorm, and right. both times, both big snowstorms, slaps on his backpack and just. And I told Katie, I'm like, honestly, all the work it takes to put on the backpack blower, gas it up, get it right. started, and back on your back. Why would you? Of course, he's gonna walk around the neighborhood and go blow off all the I rest guess, of the sidewalks. Yeah, because he blows but, off hours and he walks across the street and blows off the the sidewalk of the, across the street too. Is it that strong? I feel like it, it's got to be just a light snow. Like if it's any compact, like if it's not, it's, if it's not compacted at it, all. It's not going to get up any ice. Like if somebody's walked on it or yeah. if like it's, uh, it's not going to get, but we don't like get lake effect snow here at all. Right. Like we just right. don't, we just get dry dustings and all the snow here is normally pretty light. I mean, I've never seen anybody here with a heavy duty snowblower. So, right. I mean, he just huh. puts on his backpack and blows it off. Yeah. Doesn't, who needs a snowblower when you have a backpack blower? Right. So what are you going to do to now one-up him? Because he's clearly doing it because you've mowed part of the grass. That's a great question. I think what I'm going to have to do next time is... So he has a lawn service that mows his grass. I think one of these times... 
I, I'm just going to have to buy a riding mower, right? That's the next up. That's the next <laughs> step up. I'm just going to have to buy a riding mower and just mow my yard and his yard. And then to match what he does with the snow, I'm going to have to go across the street and mow the girls across the street's yard too. <laughs> Cause I have a riding mower in a suburban neighborhood in like a tiny right. little lot. I'm going to have to use yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a never You're just going to have to climb up on his roof and clean out his gutters. And... It's a never ending. Uh, uh, what is that? Like, escalation of, of force between him and i on, yeah. on he does a little bit here they also they're the t- they're the type of people like they left little gifts for halloween and for christmas and for new year's oh, okay. and like yeah they're just those kind of people but nobody else in our neighborhood does that and here's the other thing we've only met them like once like he was outside Ooh. fixing something we're like hey how are you you know when we first moved in and she was walking the dog one time we were outside drinking wine in the backyard actually i was drinking mm-hmm. wine katie was pregnant so she wasn't drinking wine <laughs> um and she stopped by while she was walking the dog I was like hey i'm so and so we live next door and that's it that's all we've met of them um so this is a truly a silent escalation of of force between me and him yeah that's crazy. Uh-huh. Well, I guess you guys are like silent best friends. I'm gonna have to start leaving each other beers. Yeah. Secret notes. They did leave us witch's brew wine uh, after Ben was born. So. Oh, nice. I think we still have it. Actually, I don't think we drank it. Katie just I started like drinking it's... wine again, like mm, oh, two really? weeks ago, maybe. And it's like witch's brew will do it. It's half an inch of wine per glass. It's like nothing. <laughs> Easing herself back into it. Right. Exactly. Oh, uh, but uh, but yeah. So we went uh, outside. Yeah, that and and we uh, carted core around on a toboggan that my uncle Joe gave me when I was a kid. So tell me the story behind the toboggan, because that's actually what I want to talk about. I want to talk about your hat being an Ushanka, but I also really want to talk about the fact that you have like a a fair family heirloom <laughs> toboggan. Yeah, I growing up, I guess my uncle Joe, I don't know where he found it, if he bought it like from a store, if he found it at a flea market. I don't really know the story behind it, but he gave it to me when I was probably Cora's age, you know, one, mm-hmm. two. Um I don't think I ever really used it. Like <laughs> that's not really a sled you go sledding in. No. Right? No. Like that's a fragile sled. Um Plus, so if Cora last... fits in it, it's not like by the time you're a thrill-seeking, you know, sledder, you're not going to go take a right. sled built for a one-year-old down the, down the hill. Exactly. So last year, my mom came by and she's like, hey, I have this sled that was yours. Um, do you want it? And we were like, sure, why not? Yeah. So we said, hey, we got some snow. Let's throw Cora on the sled and, and see how she likes it. And she hated it. I was going to say, did she like it? No. <laughs> <laughs> just looked miserable the whole time like and and it, the snow again wasn't compacted no so the toboggan just like went straight through <laughs> to the grass and kayla just pulled her around <laughs> the spring's gonna come around you're just gonna have like two track marks running through your grass <laughs> yeah uh she hated it she hated getting ready she was she's very cute and just her like snow pants yeah but like then you put her jacket on and her hat and her mittens and she hates it <laughs> She was very mad. We were out for three minutes. <laughs> Enough to, to do the toboggan, take a picture, come back inside. Exactly. Come back in, warm up, then she was happy again. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, but it was fun. It was fun. She like f- fell over because we had her stand up. So she like fell over mm-hmm. and like face first. <laughs> 
into bit the snow. snow yeah yeah and then got very mad at us well that's how these things go they have to <laughs> learn someday exactly yeah but i but uh was kids being in snow clothes low-key one of the cutest parts about having kids like when we oh, yeah. when we put ben in his little like uh his Fozzie bear outfit for the first time I almost died right like that was the cutest thing i've ever seen in my entire life and uh and i just it it's low-key one of the best parts it is it, it is and it's very cute especially when they start to walk so cora's like all padded up like legs spread because she can't like put her feet <laughs> any closer and like just like waddling around that's so funny <laughs> yeah oh that's good that's really good yeah so she hated it. So, that was so she hates snow. She hated it. She hates snow. She's my kid. You and Cora are so similar. It's crazy. You going to buy her a new Shanka for Christmas next year? She'll love it. I bet she would. I bet she would. <laughs> oh, so tell me about your ceiling you're going to paint. Tell me about your days off, your tool time. Yeah. So Kayla's dad is finishing up the, the drywall. He's um, gone through and mudded over the seams and mudded over the... Um, the holes where the screws are mm-hmm. so he's just got to come back and hit it just one more time and sand it down which shouldn't take too long um and this like i said i took i'm taking two days off this week and i am gonna go buy i don't know maybe four more gallons of black paint nice and hit the rest of my ceiling get that nice and finished and then once that's done and the drywall is all done we'll hit the walls with some paint what, what color are you gonna um, paint the walls we haven't really talked about it yet, but I think we're going to do like a gray, probably like a basic gray sure. or like a cream, just something kind of light because we're going to have a dark ceiling. Yeah, I'm curious to see what um, that dark ceiling looks like. I, I don't know if I can think of another dark ceiling. So, Yeah, it. I mean, it really hides a lot. Mm-hmm. So it like hides the cords. It really hides everything. But my ceilings are low, so it's going to feel low. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we'll do kind of a light wall. So ceiling and then paint the wall. And then once that's painted, we will prime the floor yeah. and epoxy over top of that. Yep. That makes sense. Because it's just cement, right? Yep. Well, there's tile right now. Okay. But it's asbestos tile. Oh. So we're just going to seal it off. Yeah. Just and... just epoxy over it. And never, <laughs> never talk about it again and make sure nobody eats it. Yeah. Exactly. So that's kind of the plan this weekend you did uh you did something fun this weekend though i did a little something something um finally we've only lived in this house since april um have not had a working dishwasher since we moved into the house uh and dishwasher sorry garbage disposal not the dish (laughs) well the dishwasher sucks too but that's a different story for a different day um right we yeah so we moved in in april and right when we didn't, we tried it when we toured the house, right? You just slip it. You're like, hey, this garbage disposal work. And it went, and it yeah. worked. And we we're like, cool. <laughs> and then we moved in and it turns out it doesn't work. Like it runs for about two seconds and then it flips the breaker. Oh, um, really? Weird. Yeah. So that was the extra confusing part. And the reason I hadn't replaced it until now is because I was nervous that changing the garbage disposal wasn't going to fix it. Because at first I was yeah. like, man, what if it's the outlet? Because what right. if like the outlet's bad down here or it's bad up there? Maybe some water got behind it and I have to change the outlet out or I, I have to rewire it. I was like, I have no idea how to rewire an outlet. I don't even know yeah. how. Excuse me, I don't even know how to. <laughs> I'm gonna try that again. I want you to cut this out. Um, <sighs> we've gone off the rails. 
All right. Uh, I don't even know how to test an outlet, let alone like figure out if it's bad or not. So uh, I was right. really nervous about it. So for a, I just didn't do anything. You know, it was one of those like it could be a million things, so I'm gonna do nothing. Um, yeah. You can technically manually drain um, garbage disposals if you stick an Allen wrench in the bottom of the garbage disposal and, yeah. and run it right, or just twirl it around. Um, so we did that right. for literally almost a year. We've been just oh geez. I the sink will clog up and I'll go under there with an, with I keep an Allen wrench under the sink now and I just go up, <laughs> spin it a couple times, get all the food like loosened yeah. up and flush down the drain and that's like what we would do, right? Um, and it sucked, but it was like, you know, the alternative was maybe having to go under there and change an outlet, and I was not prepared to do that. Yeah. Um. And finally, like we got to the point where it was backing up literally every time we used it. Every time we ran the dishwasher, it would back up. Our dishwasher Ugh. sucks, so like it would get water backed into the dishwasher. Um, Ugh. And I was like, I can't do it anymore. I was like, I'm just going to buy the garbage disposal. And if it doesn't work, like if we plug it in, it doesn't work, I'll figure it out then. Um, mm-hmm. So when you change out a garbage disposal, you have to actually take the plug, the wall plug out of the garbage disposal and put it into the new one. I know that sounds weird, but like, yeah. Like the cord? Like the cord. You have to take the cord that goes into the wall out of the old one. You have to unscrew the, the plastic caps that like tie the wires together. And yeah. then you take it out, put it onto the new one, screw the wires on, and then plug it into the wall, like from the new one. Um, huh. Yeah, I thought that was super weird that like, so you're... I'm saying this to people now. If you ever go into a house and they don't have a garbage disposal, you're like, hey, I'm going to buy a garbage disposal. You have to buy the power cord with it separately because they don't <laughs> come with it. They don't come with a power cord. It's so ridiculous. It's weird. It's so ridiculous. I've never had another household appliance that like, oh, yeah, by the way, you have to move the old power cord from your old disposal onto the new one. Like, that doesn't right. make any sense. That's weird. Um, So that's ridiculous. So while doing that, I was like, well, if if the like if it still shorts out the circuit i'll know at least it's the right. you know i can try and get a new power cord and maybe that'll work before i go and mm-hmm. do the whole the whole socket but i replaced it plugged everything back in i would like to point out because our buddy florian um t- texted me after and said that when he replaced his garbage disposal he forgot that you have to open up the garbage or the dishwasher attachment so everything comes with a dishwasher, like separate area for the dishwasher hose, right? Because it has to drain through the garbage disposal. Right. But you have to open it because they don't come open by default. Because if they did, when you run water, it would run out if you didn't have a dishwasher, right? Yeah. So they have it closed off. So you have to take a hammer and a screwdriver and pop the the cap off in there to get it out. Right. Um, I, as a man who reads directions, knew that the whole time because it's very clearly <laughs> labeled in the directions that, hey, if you have a dishwasher, hit it with a hammer and a screwdriver to make sure you open up the the, the hose, like the area for the hose. It's like, yeah, that seems straightforward. Like, okay. And then Flo texted me after, and he's like, hey, did you make sure to do that? I was like, yeah, I read the directions. <laughs> he's like, okay, because when I replaced it, I didn't do that, and then our dishwasher backed up, and then I had to call a plumber and spend like $150. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. So, that was... Struggles for Florian, but uh, but I did. I, as a man, Florian. I read the directions. I'm I'm man enough to admit I read right. the directions and I did it right. So now we have a working now, dishwasher. Did, 
you have a working garbage disposal. No, no, you're right. I have a working garbage disposal. I don't have a working dishwasher. <laughs> this is all just projections that I really want a new dishwasher. Did you try hitting the garbage disposal with a hammer first? I did. I'll be honest. And that didn't, it didn't that work. wasn't it? It didn't work. I also, there's a Damn. reset button on the bottom of the disposal. I tried that a bunch yeah. of times. Um, I thought spinning it and then doing the reset button might work. That didn't work. This is a bad garbage disposal. I So I learned about garbage disposal maintenance in college. I'm sorry. I th- what? <laughs> yeah. I think in the fraternity house. Um, Did your garbage disposal go bad in the apartment? Or in the fr- fraternity it just, house? It just, yeah, it sucked. Like it kept stopping. It's same thing. Like it would just stop. Hmm. So I would have to go under there, hit the hit the reset, use the Allen wrench to get it started again. So I, I've known that was probably like one of the first handy things that I learned was like garbage disposals are pieces of shit. They are really bad. They're, they're <laughs> not well designed. Have you ever looked in a, in a garbage disposal? It's like a bunch of just no, yeah. it's like metal shrapnel in there spinning around at the speed of light. And you're like, yeah, this is how we chop up food. No. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's ridiculous. It is a strange, uh, strange I, thing. I also want to point out that I love that uh, when we were in college, like I never called the maintenance people. Never. I think oh, yeah. one time there was something I couldn't fix and I had to call mm. the maintenance person to do it or like it was real broken and I needed a maintenance person. But I don't know what it was. I never called the maintenance. The toilet wouldn't stop running. I fixed it myself. You know, the the sink was yeah. clogged. I fixed it myself. Lights were out. I changed all the lights myself. I even, I know that I could have had them come change it and pay for the light bulbs, but it was so much easier for me to just go to the store, buy $3 light bulbs and change the light yeah. bulbs myself, then wait for the stupid maintenance person to come into my apartment and do it. No matter where yeah. I lived, I don't think I ever called the maintenance people. I don't think I did either. Maybe once or twice, but right. definitely. I kicked a hole in the wall in that fraternity house <laughs> and I patched it up myself. I, uh... I was actually thinking about this the other night. I put a hole in the wall in one of the times that I lived in the fraternity house. I put a hole in the wall. Um, I forgot what I was doing. And I thought about it, but we changed owners that year. And he basically, when he came in, he was like, I'm just going to fix everything and not charge anybody because I don't know who did what or where or when it was done or, you know, if it was fixed before from the old owner. And I think we kind of bamboozled him and said, like, no, all this stuff was here when we moved in and it's just bad here because the old owner sucked. He's like, all right, I'm just going to come in and fix everything. And that was the year that I put the hole in the wall. So I didn't have to fix it myself. He came in and did it himself. Nice. Game the system. Look at you. Look at you. Oh, hey, Joe, well, remember when I well, said this was going to be a quick podcast? I promised that this would be a quick one. You say it all the time. Before we started, you said this is going to be a 30-minute episode, and we're at 22, 23 minutes right now. So look at us. Look at us. It's going to be a quick look one. Let's fly. No. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a quick one. Well, quick why don't you one. tell me some news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this week in parenting, this week's parenting news of the week, um... It's it's something that that I have to ask you personally about. Um, okay. It says, just according to a recent study, just two percent of U.S. teens eat the recommended amount of veggies. Oh my god! Just two percent. Do you think that you eat the recommended amount of veggies? Mm. I love vegetables. I love fruits and vegetables. They're my favorite food. But 
I don't think I do. How, let me ask you how how me, like how much vegetables do you think is the is the uh, the typical or the whatever the right amount of vegetables that you're supposed to eat? Is it like four cups? Four cups a day? It's not bad. It's two to three. Okay. Two to three cups okay. of veggies. Yeah, I would say, I would like to say I eat vegetables every day, but I really don't think I do. I don't. I don't eat vegetables every day. Um, now, granted, Katie being a vegetarian, vegan, in that right, you know, green space, um, we eat a lot more vegetables than the average person. I'll say that. Right. Uh, I mean, there, the amount of times that my dinner is entirely vegetables is way too often. Um, I'm being tortured. Somebody help me. Uh, I'll switch with you. I want that. <laughs> you eat you eat chicken tacos all the time. I will take that. I will take that trade. <laughs> uh, actually, I'd have to cook them myself, so I don't know if I'll take that trade. You would. Um, so I eat a lot of vegetables. I, two to three cups is actually a really like big amount. It is. It is. It's uh, quite a bit. Uh, it's what? Quarter of a gallon? I have no idea, Joe. No, 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 that's I would like ne- four cups. I would never come out and say that that cups of vegetables were a quarter gallon of vegetables. What, <laughs> why was that where your brain went? I th- well, uh, I'm pretty sure a gallon is 16 cups. Okay, maybe not. I, if you say so, <laughs> it's too. Um, I'm too old to do math. But like when I was going into the office, I would if I was packing my lunch, I usually packed like a bag of frozen california blend vegetables oh yeah those so, are those broccoli are, cauliflower carrots that's the good stuff there yeah so i would eat those maybe like a whole bag maybe twice a week for lunch so i'm pretty if i was that's a really good point because when i'm going to the office i we actually meal prep my uh my lunches so i don't oh, okay. i normally get like uh some chicken whether it's just chicken breast or yeah. like trader joe's has these really cool like pre-seasoned chicken so i've been getting like uh oh nice like pollo asada um then you just throw it in the oven bake it for like 20 minutes and then throw it in like tupperware containers um yeah katie will normally make me some rice and then some like roasted veggies so Mm -hmm. i would say when i was going in the office at least four times a week i would eat chicken and veggies for for lunch okay um which is probably way more healthy than than i think it is um but now that i've been at home i've been terrible about it i just eat whatever's around right I don't know. I uh, but what was that percentage? It was two percent. Two percent of teens. Teens. That's uh, that's very low. I just can't believe like two percent. Like that's it. Like what? What's the other ninety-eight? Are they only eating like a half a cup? I I don't know. I don't. I, that's crazy. What what are what are these schools feeding kids? Now here's the question I have. Okay. What constitutes the right amount of veg? Like is it? Could you eat three cups of carrots? Is that the same as eating a cup of carrots, a cup of lettuce, a cup of asparagus? All right. I'm going to be honest. We wandered into this conversation. I am not a food pyramid expert at all. <laughs> like, not even a little bit. I don't even know. I Honestly, I don't think I could tell you the food pyramid top to bottom if you put a gun to my head. I know there's vegetables on there. Sure. There's meat somewhere, too. Um, yep. That's about it. You got um, uh, to imagine, like... All vegetables are pretty much created equal, right? Except for like maybe celery yeah. because it's a neutral or a negative technically. I don't know. Maybe. Somebody look this up. But uh, 
Somebody look this up. I don't know, but that's crazy. That is a small amount of teenagers I, that was, eating vegetables. So to to put a cap on this massive rant that we just went on, two <laughs> percent is a ridiculously low amount of teenagers eating vegetables. I feel like the study almost has to be wrong, right? Two percent. Yeah. Like the that's entire crazy. state of California is full of vegetarians. There's no way they like two percent are eating right. enough vegetables. That's yeah. That's nuts. Not not in this house. Not in your house. Not my house. Be fully no, I'm, up. I'm be honest. When Ben's a teenager, if he's not a vegetarian already, thank God, because that means I can eat meat again in the house. Um, and <laughs> Katie's gonna get mad at me for for saying this because she knows she <laughs> she's very adamant that I can eat whatever I want. I just have to cook it, and I'm too lazy to do that. Right. Um, but like Ben will be eating lots of vegetables by the time he's a teenager. Like just ludicrous amounts of vegetables. So. Yeah, Cora loves vegetables. Is that she l- loves them? What was her first food? Oh boy. Um, so we started with some baby food, right? Okay. Like we gave her a little bit of baby food, um, but like the meat and vegetable baby food, we were like, "That's that's disgusting." Yeah, it sounds Get gross. Get out of here. Um, so she had like the veg, the baby like fruits and vegetables, like bananas or sweet potatoes or stuff sure, like that so sure. like that stuff but as we got into like transitioning it was probably like potatoes yeah um s- some sort of homemade sweet potato and then eventually we've like moved into she eats vegetables every day at every meal basically oh wow but um we buy bags of like the mixed vegetables that are frozen mm-hmm. and we'll just heat those up and she'll pick at those and like she could eat that for a full meal. She'll go through and eat all the carrots and all the peas and all the corn. Like, wow, good for you. Loves, good for the, her. The girl loves fruits and vegetables. You have to. We have to make her fruit because we also will. If we have fresh fruit, we'll give her that. Yeah. We also have a bags of frozen berries and bananas and stuff mm-hmm. for smoothies, or I put them in oatmeal. Um, but we have to give her her dinner, and we have to hold off on the vegetables because or the fruits because if she eats fruits she won't eat anything else. oh That's she all just she'll want she just dinner. wants a fruit yeah 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 that's funny but uh but yeah the girl loves her vegetables i think we're gonna start with broccoli so ben uh, about oh, okay in about a month so we're gonna do this thing called baby led weaning um which is a fancy way of just saying whatever ben like wants to eat we're just gonna give it to him <laughs> um yeah and but we are just gonna do like one food at a time to start out with because we we want right. to make sure that he like He's not allergic to things and he can handle it. Um, yeah. But to do it, you the they say you have to have them sitting up and reaching for things. Um, so he's already mm. reaching for everything. We can't, like the other day, he tried to dunk his hand in my hot coffee. Um, so that was fun. <laughs> oh, no. I was holding him like this. Like he was all the way over my side and I was taking him a drink like this. And as I brought my mug down, he just like stuck his arm out and tried to dunk it into my coffee. Oh, no. Uh, so that was that was a quick little small panic I almost had. Um, right. So he's reaching for everything. He wants anything that you have. He wants. Um, but now we just got to get him to sit up, sit up by himself. He's starting to get there yeah. slowly, but slowly and surely. If we like, he's at the point where if I sit him up, he'll stay there. But okay. Um. But he won't like get up by himself. He's just lazy. Right. It happens. So I think we're gonna start with broccoli whenever we get to that point. Nice. It's good food. One of my favorites. All right, Joe. We are half an hour into this episode where I said we would be done. So why don't we get to the meat of the episode, the whole whole reason let's we're here. Uh, yeah, let's do it. So this is not as loaded of a topic as some of our other ones, but I did kind of want to just talk about 
what I'll call modern co-parenting. It was something that was brought yeah. uh, when we put out the survey uh, a couple of weeks ago on Instagram. This was brought up like, what's modern co-parenting like? And um, the took me a while to kind of think about what that means. Um, mm-hmm. And what I'm going to kind of t- ask you about is like, we're not our parents, right? We're not, we're different than our parents and, and are definitely different than our yes. parents' parents, right? Like each kind of generation gets a little bit different, a little bit different. So talk, uh, I just kind of want to talk to you a little bit about like what the difference between like what you grew up with, with typical parents mm-hmm. versus like what you and Kayla do. So like, what are some big differences between like your parents' dynamic and yours and Kayla's uh, dynamic as parents? For sure. Um, Boy, that's uh, interesting to think about. So my mom, my dad worked um, late night into midnight. Okay. So um, I would see him in the morning before I went to school. But then after that, it was all my mom. Oh. Like all night was with my mom. And then he came home around midnight, one o'clock. And then that cycle kind of went over right um but my mom also worked at a daycare so i would get up with my mom at like 5 a.m eat breakfast go to daycare with her that she opened sure so she would open the daycare uh get on the bus go to school come home have dinner with mom watch tv with mom go to bed with mom you know kind of that whole routine so everything was with my mom um during the week nights during the weekends my dad had off so i would see my dad then sure and even then it was you know I remember, you know, not so much a whole lot of like cooking or anything like that. Like my mom would cook meals. Um, my dad would cook breakfast every once in a while. He'd make like omelets. Um, but but I definitely remember the Sundays were like for family gatherings of the Lopez larger. So like the Lopez's would all go to my grandparents' you house. People. My grandparents weren't alive. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we would all kind of eat together like hamburgers hot dogs fried chicken mashed potatoes whatever we were having you know the family would eat together um so the dynamic there you know was kind of it was i was always with my mom right so that's actually the point i was i was hoping you'd get to is because that um i think that was a a big thing i I mean and just historically forever the moms kind of take all the brunt of the work right like Mm -hmm. um they it's always like hey leaning on the moms to do this the mom should take care of the babies the mom should you know, put things aside and take care of their kids. And obviously you and I are different. And mm-hmm. since this is a dad focused podcast, uh, we're going to take all the, all the glory from the moms. So I, I, <laughs> I wanted to ask you, you know, like what are your typical responsibilities with Cora? Like, do you have things that you do every day that like are your responsibilities? I know I have a couple, so I'll let you go first. Um, I wouldn't say there's really much that's like right on me. Kayla does do a lot of the work. She does a lot of heavy lifting when it comes to Cora. Mm-hmm. She, you know, will get Cora up. I usually start work before 8.30. And depending on when Cora wakes up, sometimes she's still sleeping. Um, I have a lot of meetings right in the morning. So Kayla really will get her to daycare. Um, and depending on the day, most days Kayla will pick her up from daycare too. Oh, wow. Because I kind of go through meetings throughout the day. Um, lately it's been, you know, when, when Cora was first born, I really loved giving Cora baths. Sure. Like that was our time. Like I could give her a bath. I would put on music and I would sing to her. Sure. And, and we would sing and be in the bathtub or she would be in the bathtub. And, uh, 
lately it's been like kind of I still will give her baths, you know, but Kayla will also give her baths. Um, dinner kind of just depends on on what we're having, you know. Whoever's cooking dinner may also cook Cora dinner on the side. Right. Um, I put Cora to sleep a lot at night because mm-hmm. um, Kayla's done a lot of work. I usually try at the end of the night to be like, okay, you know, take a few minutes. I'll try to get her to sleep and, and lay her down. Um, but but really, Kayla does a, a big brunt of it. Yeah. But I, you know, we don't have specific roles. Like, whatever she does, I will also do. Right. right? So, like, sometimes Kayla will make dinner. Sometimes I'll make dinner. Um, sometimes I will take Cora to daycare or pick her up, depending on the day and my meeting schedules. Um, but I don't really have like kind of assigned, uh, tasks with Cora for the most part. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, that really works. What about you? Um, yeah. So I would say as much as we try and break away from like stereotypes, again, Katie still does a lot of work. I don't think you can get away from mm-hmm. that with moms, right? Like, especially right now with breastfeeding and stuff like that. I mean, Katie has to be tied with Ben every two hours yeah there's no getting around it there's no she can't leave for the day and you know stuff like that she actually went to work on friday um and like it was just me and him for like four hours uh and i like had to feed him a bottle and stuff like that and um it's just different it's just different than yeah uh with moms so katie still does like a ton of work and i think that's just the uh, natural thing with moms but like um my i do like some things that I do for for Ben that Katie doesn't normally do, like um, just like you were saying, like getting to bed at night. I'm the I I go and get Ben to sleep at night for the same sort of reason, right? Yeah. Katie's done. It's been a long day. Um, Katie's normally out cleaning up the kitchen. It's not like she's like doing nothing, but like so we right. we eat dinner, you know, give him a bath, and then put him to bed. That's kind of our schedule. So Katie like goes out and does other things. So it, it's kind of like Ben and I's time to hang out especially when i'm in the office it, it's really nice to be able to just have some time even though normally he's kicking and screaming while trying to put him to bed but <laughs> so it's not always that nice but you know at least it's like yeah. time where him and i get to spend together um so i'm normally the one that puts him to bed um so i would say but other than that we try and split everything just about 50 50 yeah as much as we can you know and again katie it sucks because of breastfeeding because of you know just the fact that she's the mom that biologically she has things uh that i don't but um we try as much as we can to split things 50 50 because especially with us both being home we're both still working too that i know you and kayla are too right it's as much as we can we don't want to i don't want to say like oh my career is more important or your career is more important we don't want to give that up um and so it's really tough because we try and we try and split this as much as we can um and i feel like it doesn't always work out like as much as we want it to katie katie always seems to take more of the brunt and i don't know if that's because my work is like the way like yours too right like video meetings things like that it's just unscheduled Uh, it's just very random so whenever it's it just pops up katie has to take that over um, and step up because hers is very scheduled, very, you know, this time to this time, this time, to this time. And then she's done. Right. Um, mine isn't, uh, but for the most part, like besides the feeding part, because of breastfeeding, we really try and split things 50, 50. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll be different than like when I was a kid, because just like you, like I was always with my mom, 
Always. Uh, you yeah. know, no matter what we did. Unless it was sports, which, again, very stereotypical. Sports are always, you know, my dad always took me to sports, and we always, you know, he would sit right. to practice and stuff like that. But, like, beyond that, it was always with my mom. And I think it'll be different for Ben growing up. I think it'll be, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of 50-50 splits. Like, we'll both do things together. We'll both do things separately. You know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean... Like I said, Kayla does do a, a lot of work, and unfortunately, it's because I kind of, like I said, have meetings right off the bat. But there are days where I can kind of get up and I can get Cora's lunch made, you sure, know, if it's not made, and and something like that. Um, or there are moments where I don't have a meeting, or it's a meeting that I just have to listen to and not necessarily be completely present on, where right. I can put an earbud in and like go get her dressed and ready for the day. Um, part of it too is is it's honestly like our sleep schedule. You know, Cora and Kayla will sleep in a little bit later sure. than I will. So by the time they're up, I'm kind of already in a meeting sometimes. Um, but we definitely, you know, we we try to or I try to help Kayla as, as much as I can when, with everything. And, um, you know, there's there's moments where I, I feel awful because Kayla just is running with Cora all day. Yeah. You know, and. Yep. and I kind of am either doing one thing or another. I'm trying to get something done on the house and work on the house, you know? And I think that that's kind of another split that we have is like home projects versus watching Cora, right? Sure. Like there's things I'm working on on the house with Kayla's dad. So somebody's got to watch Cora and Kayla's, you know, kind of that, that fill with that. Yeah. Um, I feel uh, that's a good point because I feel like Katie defaults into watching Ben a lot, right? Like it's just kind of like, Oh, I have other things I need to do. And to me, I just always assume like, oh, Katie will watch Ben. And I don't know if that's like a stereotype that I grew up with. You know, maybe it's just something that's there, but like, it doesn't have to be that way. You know, it doesn't have to be right. like Katie, the other day, Katie went out and shoveled the snow and I watched Ben. Yeah. Like, it's just things like that. I know that I shouldn't sound so surprised by saying that. Um, although she didn't do as good of a job as I wanted. So I will be shoveling the snow from now on because <laughs> it was not to my standards. Um, and she's going to listen to this and she, she knows. Um, but, <laughs> but like things like that, it, where I, we're trying very hard to be 50, 50 as much as we can, because, um, yeah. And same when we, when we look at things around the house, like a lot of times Katie cooks and cleans. And a lot of times I do the, the things around the house, right? Like, changing out the garbage disposal, changing out, you know, do so, um, things like projects around the house, mowing the grass. And right. when you think about that side of it, we want to not, not be that way with parenting. We don't want like, I don't want Katie to take care of yeah. him all the time. And then I only take care of him in certain spurts. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think that that's, you know, and, and maybe that'll come as they come with age, you know, maybe, things will be different in the next couple of years. Maybe our meetings will get different or something like that. You know, yeah. hopefully something will change down the line. I mean, I, I try my best to be there as, as much as I can and be supportive and help out when I can. Unfortunately, it's just sometimes I, I can't do it as much as I would like. Sure. I think we all run into and, that. Right. And it, and it sucks, but I, you know, I think Kayla and Katie, they both work their asses off and then they both, are here present with the kids and they're working their asses off with them too. So it's like, yeah, I know it. I know it. You know, uh, I was going to say moms are superheroes, but it, it's not just moms, you know, that's really, there's, it seems there always be, there's a primary caregiver of a children, you know, 
a dad could be a dad in some cases you know yeah. could be dads moms whatever the relationship is i feel like there's always one one parent that definitely stands out as like the superhero of the duo and uh it's a great point in in our cases it's it's katie and kayla but you know maybe in other cases it's it's dads it's moms so i don't know it's it's always interesting just how that works out i think it's got to be a really perfect moment for things to be a, a good even split yeah yeah it's really hard it's really hard and i think like to put a cap on this co- modern co-parenting topic um it the idea of, of being you know modern co-parents is is putting emphasis on the co-parenting right i don't mm-hmm. it's no longer and it's been changing for a long for a long time right like oh moms don't have to do anything or do everything dads can do things too but like to to truly embrace that like how can we make this a 50-50 parenting experience? I think that is, is becoming more and more prevalent as as time moves forward. And it's something that like we really try and embrace. Both you know, both Katie and I and you and Kay- you and Kayla, like that's just it's on the forefront of our minds and it's just very, very, very different from the dynamics of, than what we grew up in. So uh, you know, times they are a changing and all that. As Bob Dylan once said, well, they, sh- they sure are. If Bob Dylan said, um, <laughs> that, that's actually a really good impression. It's ter- He's such a bad singer. But God damn it, do I love his music. I know. It. I know. <laughs> All right, Joe, open up your Facebook. Let's do this. Let's do this. I got some good ones. Well, actually, I lied. I don't have good ones. Uh, do you want me to start? I want you to start. I want to hear it. All right. So, eleven years ago on this day, Captain. my Facebook status said, "New picture." Dot dot dot. It's totally me. <laughs> wow! Wow! Woo! Woo! <laughs> Is it really you, Joe? Is it totally you in that picture? I have no idea. Oh my I wish God. I could see what my picture was 11 years ago. I, I wish I could too. I don't. I, you probably could slide through it if you really needed to. I guess I could. I'm guessing it probably was a picture of Johnny Depp or something. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> that is it is totally you. Yeah. Guaranteed. I'm going to see if I can find it. All but right, what, I'm uh, gonna what do, do you got? All right. So mine... Ten years ago today, I thought I had jokes. I said, "Okay." Ten years ago today, I said, "It's just snow." Canada calls this August, eh? <laughs> so that was ten years ago. Ten years ago. Ten years ago, mine also was about snow. Was it really? Yes, and it's because we were, but well, ten years ago would have been my freshman year of college still. So it was about a snow day. And I can remember, I think, the exact, like, the week that it happened. So it must have really snowed. I mean, because I, w- I was in high school, but we were both in Kalamazoo. So it must have really snowed. I think it I think it really, really snowed because I remember. So my status 10 years ago said, uh, oh, geez, what did it say? It said, Western is still open because they don't care about the safety <laughs> of their students. <laughs> I hope Dr. Dunn listens to our podcast and knows that you were mad at him back then. And then I had a follow-up status that said, about time, exclamation point, closed. 
freshman Joe really wanted class to be canceled. I really did. And I remember that there was a huge snowstorm and I lived in Henry Hall the second semester mm-hmm. and uh, with Ben. And I remember they were doing construction. So I could either walk like behind Henry and out through the Bernhard Center and like get back to where I needed or I could go through mounds of snow, jump a fence oh and do it in like half the time. Oh and that's God. what I would that's what I did this week. That's that is the most college story I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> hopped a <laughs> fence probably... hopped a fence to get to class in half the time. Yeah, and I probably was in jeans and like terrible shoes, like yeah, not even not prepared for it at all. Remember, we had to walk to so from from the fraternity house to class was a mile. I remember it was a mile even from from the fraternity house up to class. Um, yeah, and I made the switch like after the first snow. I wore tennis shoes and like jeans and like a sweatshirt, and then right. after that two mile walk to and from class. I made the immediate switch. I was like, oh, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> I went out and I got like thick boots. I got like a double right. jacket. And I was like, I'm never, ever, ever walking to class like that again. I was frozen. thought I was going to lose That's a funny. finger. All right, let's wrap That's this up. It, it is let's 50 minutes, so we were only up. 20 minutes Woo! over time. Only 20 minutes over your, your guesstimation. It was uh, a quick episode. But- 50 minutes is a quick episode. A cool 50. A cool 50. Uh, but thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate it so, so much. Um, keep sending us emails. Keep sending us messages. We love to hear from you all as much as you can. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, real quick, Jared, there's a game next Sunday. Oh, yeah. I I definitely know who's playing. Sure. But sure. W- what are the two teams and who's going to win? So next Sunday, it's uh, it's the, the Super Bowl, and I hope that we don't get a copyright strike for that because – I'm pretty sure that they do that on everybody, but um, it's the big game, as everyone says, and it's the, the Kansas game. City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or uh, the Tampa Bay Gronkineers, uh, as they really should be <laughs> called. Um, so Kansas City trying to go for a back-to-back Super Bowl win. They did win it last year, so they're trying to repeat. And then Tom Brady, who's been – this is his 10th freaking Super Bowl Um He's trying to go back and, and win another one for, for, I don't know, old time's sake, maybe. I, I don't know why he keeps doing this. Like, right. Why, why are you still out there, man? But he's trying. What, what, what do you do? He's trying. Anyway, uh, thank you all for listening. We love you all. We appreciate it so, so much. Uh, make sure you guys go out and find us on social media. We are at Big Dead Energy Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Big Dead Energy. Uh, Again, thank you guys so much for listening. If you're if you're listening to this anywhere, please just you know leave us leave us a rating, five stars, four stars. Uh, be nice. We're nice people. We like nice reviews. <laughs> uh, but seriously, leave us a review. Uh, give us a like, subscribe, all those things. They just help you know getting new people into the family. So really appreciate all the support that we've gotten so far. We are almost at our goal of 100 followers on Instagram. So if you haven't followed it yet, please, please, please. Heck yeah. Katie has been harassing me to get to that 100 follower mark. So please... Uh, Go look at all the work she put into the to the Instagram and, and um, help us out by to get to 100 followers. Help us out by getting to 100 followers. So with that, once again, I'm Jared Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, click your tongue twice before you use them. Dead.